The Babylon Project was our last best hope for peace. It failed. But in the year of the Shadow War, it became something greater. Our last best hope for victory. The year is 2260. The show, the name of the pod. Episode 57, Ceremonies of Light and Dark in which the dust settles from the past few episodes and everyone gets spiffy new uniforms. Welcome back to The Name of the Pod, the Babylon 5 podcast, in which we discuss the ongoing cultural legacy of the 1990 science fiction television program Babylon 5. My name is John Cassie, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, who has no secrets to reveal. Secret, secret, I've got a secret. Oh, I will kill you. <laughs> 17 yeah. seconds, 17 seconds. 17 seconds really? and I've ruined everything. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Chris Tatro, yeah, hi. Yeah, there I, you go. Uh, uh, I, had, I had two options at the start of this episode. Yes. One was was Mr. Roboto. And Don't the other worry, is, Gato, baby. Yeah, it's, whoa, we're halfway there. Uh-huh. Living on Rondo's hair. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Take my brush, we'll comb it out, I swear. Exactly, yes. Oh, yes. oh, I'm loving Londo's hair. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we probably shouldn't quit our day jobs. No. Uh, and, you know, in fairness, his hair is much more resplendent than Lord Rifa's. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Rifa's got sort of a, like, come on. Mm. It you doesn't, it's, it's got the verticality, but it doesn't have the, it doesn't have the, the, the x-axis it doesn't have the x-axis it's all y yes yeah you know uh someone who fancies himself as a potential emperor really ought to have a proper hairdresser absolutely yeah (laughs) yeah okay so chris we're talking about ceremonies of light and dark yep uh you know we we talked last week um about severed dreams and you know kind of remarked that it felt like the third part of a sort of three-part major arc my contention would be, and I think yours as well, that you really want to see the, this episode and the previous three as, uh, you know, essentially a like a three-hour movie. Yeah. You know, at, at, at the center of the Babylon 5 narrative is the transformation we're seeing mm-hmm. here. Right. Yeah. Babylon 5 is now, uh, you know, kind of functioning as an independent entity. We change the costumes. Yes. Right? We yep. we deepen, change, and transform relationships. Mm-hmm. Other relationships have an opportunity to transform, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Uh, you know, the heart, the at you know, at the heart of this program are these, you know, are these relationships. And they've gone through a lot in the last six months on this program. Yes. Right. You know, and yeah. they've gone through a lot in the last two and a half years of their lives. You know, you think about any two and a half year span in, you know, your own life. It's like, whew, you know, how would I have managed with this much going on? Right. You know, it's the Gandalf the Grey. You know, if only we, you know, I, I, I Frodo, you know, I wish we didn't, yeah. you know, li- live live in times like this. Well, yeah. sorry. Yeah. You don't get you to know. choose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when we look at when we look at this from sort of the character perspective 
we've got a lot of change and then some some areas where maybe there's not so much change. So maybe mm-hmm. we start from sort of the perspective of not so much change right at the beginning with Londo mm-hmm. and his, you know, his his dance of noble threat with his old <laughs> pal, you know, Lord Rifa. So wonderfully you know, Roman, you know, yeah, right. or Italian, I guess we can expand it. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's gives um, citizenship to the entire peninsula. Look at how munificent you are. I know. Right. I, I mean, if you do give. that, you're going to you're going to allow a lot of, you know, Swavy and, mm. you know, Etruscans and, you know, God sometimes, forbid, Greeks into the empire. Sometimes sacrifices must be na- made in the name of empire. Yeah, correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, you know, Londo's sacrifice in the name of empire continues to be his immortal soul. Right. Right. Now, of course, yeah. he's playing the Centauri game. He knows how to play this very well. And, you know, his threats against Rifa are are all within a very well-established Centauri context. They all read as very authentic. Yeah. Right. Of course, the question of whether he actually did poison Lord Rifa <laughs> remain, you know, remains an open question. You know? Right. Um, right. Yeah. We saw Sinclair play that card. Yeah. 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 Um, I think Londo did not actually poison Lord Rifa. I I'd have to know more about whether whether how customary the poisoning is among Centauri nobility. You know, if well, it, it it apparently was. Yeah, you know, j- 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 just the bee's knees back in the day. Right. Right. But you don't want to do something like you, know, you don't want to make this kind of statement mm, and then, too obvious, right? And then have it, you know, he's gonna he's gonna go back home to his you know, apothecary, and you know they're gonna say you've you've got nothing. We can't find anything in you, mm-hmm. you because know, he's mm-hmm. gonna go like give me an antidote right away. Yeah. So unless there's something that can turn up that can't be countered, and if it can be countered, it's not you know what's the point, right? I guess you know as it as Sinclair said, there's going to be a you know a, a a series of unpleasant tests and and screenings and whatnot until they they determine that there is nothing there. So maybe he didn't. That's probably just yeah. as effective. Yeah. But it's the it's it's Rifa's certainty that he could have. Yes, that's right. And that he'd be capable of doing that. That's that's really the weapon here. Right. You know, we 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 hear from from Delenn. And from Lanier, we are at the inflection point mm-hmm. of great change. In Londo, as we have all along, the opportunity to be part of that great change, he's just not, he's just not up to it. Right. I mean, right. he does. He does tell Rifa not to deal with Morden anymore. Right. He does say, you know, let's not be, you know, fomenting war among the uh, the 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 other worlds. Right. Uh, so, granted, yeah. his his oh, reasoning for that is is more practical than than noble. Um, right. Yeah. But I don't remember exactly what he said. But wasn't it sort of like you know. Oh, only a fool engages in war on 
on multiple fronts like this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah the, you know, the, it's, the, 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 the emperor of fools engages on mm-hmm. war on 12 fronts, right? That kind of yes. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's, there's, he's, he's not stepping up, you know, he's, he's not. And I think he's, he's warning Rifa off of working with Morden uh, more of, you know, fear of his own position. Yeah. So more than more than he is that that he knows Morden is is bad and he wants to save his his friend, his people from the badness. He doesn't. Yeah, want, right. Right. He doesn't want them embracing the badness if he's not going to. It's the same thing yeah. with the poisoning. You know, I had to, I had to do it because I knew eventually you'd do it to me. Right. You know, I had to get to you first. Yeah, it's the. Uh... The scorpion on the back of the turtle going across the river. Why did you sting me? Now we're both dead. It is in my nature. Because I'm a freaking scorpion. I'm a scorpion. What did yeah. you think? Right, right. Yeah. Um, I thought that the material here that was about the, uh, you know, the transformation and the change and all of that, I thought that was really resonant. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not sure that I found the Delenn abduction night watch quite as resonant. Yeah. I you know I think I think they needed something or I say they JMS needed something to put some some tension in the episode because otherwise yep. it's just going to be a Oh, we're we're gonna we're gonna have this ceremony. Things you know, we're gonna have a lot of character, but we're not gonna have any real oomph to the thing. Yep. So I can I can see wanting to do that, um, and they do have the threat of cells of Night Watch or cells of um, you know loyal Earthers still on the station that they need to address. Yep. Yep. So in a couple of ways, you know, it's 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 a practical decision to to have that that plot, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure when when we start slicing and dicing for our prestige format season three, that that will go away and be replaced by some other, you know, exciting action element. Yeah, um, yeah. To to put in here, but but yeah, if if you take that out, then you're left with a lot of the conclusion of threads from the previous three episodes and a lot of tying up and, and, but without, without a lot of drama in it. Yeah. I might've, I might have done a Garibaldi snuffing out the night watch. Having Um, sort of hunting them down. Yeah. I might've done something like that. Well, and, and you know, this kind of brings, you know, kind of brings me to one of the points I made in the previous episode and a point that I've made to you, which is, you know, Sinclair, uh, Sinclair. Sheridan just declared Babylon 5 independent. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I want to use all of that time that was used to abduct Delenn to have Sheridan as the military governor of what was the Earth Alliance station Babylon 5, but now the the uh, the acting president of Babylon Five. I mean, what's the he now? Military governor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 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 uh, the, the Caudillo, right? The strongman. I mean, what is he? Yeah. Emperor, yeah. right? Okay. 
Well, now you run the independent state of Babylon 5, which last time I checked, imports things like paper, fuel, food, mm -hmm. presumably water, yeah. and God knows what else. Right? Yeah, Where it are can't you getting be any of these? Right. It's not. It can't be self-sustaining, or we would have been told it's self-sustaining. And what would be the point of a transport guild? Right. Right. That is that is dealing with earth stuff. The transport guild would only be dealing with exports and trade. Right. Right. We know that they get these supplies from from Earth because we've talked about shortages in the past. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think an episode of of dealing with privation. Right. Okay. Now, now we're we're independent. Now we've got to really figure this out. I've got to bring in my friends of the non-aligned world. We've got to bring in Mimbari ships. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but you see, I think we and and maybe a number of our listeners too. I'm prepared we, to accept this is just me. We're we're cut from a different cloth. <laughs> where where I would I would watch you know three more seasons of exciting negotiations for finding new air filters. Uh, with uh, with the the you know Proxima three colony that broke away from Earth and you know, right and all these things you know trying to to deal with these resources uh, there's there's very little I love more in in fiction than a oh we're now cut off from you know our homeland source of you know, sub supply uh, you know we're on. We're, we're a rag, you know, it's the Galactica kind of thing. You know, that's right. the part I really loved about it. You know, they, they paid attention to these kinds of, of resource depletion uh, issues as the, as the series went along. It's right. the, the numbers going down on the whiteboard. Give me, give me the dry logistics and I will, I will eat that up with a spoon, but it doesn't make very compelling television. For some people. For some people, yes, that's right. true. I suppose the BBC has survived this long. There have to be people out there who like watching things that are not exciting. Shots are fired. Gonna, we are going to get letters. <laughs> Hello, Ooh, UK listeners. This, this. <laughs> hey, I'd, I'd rather have networks well, well, uh, dedicated to uninteresting content than vapid content that we, that we have here in the States. Right, right. Well... Welcome once again to In Our Time. My name is Melvin Bragg, and we're going to be discussing... <laughs> no, you know. no podcast I listen to puts my wife to sleep faster than that one. In Our Time, really? She doesn't yeah, like it. She says it's interesting, but she's just, as soon as, as soon as it starts, Z. She's done. She's yeah, just done. done. Yeah. yeah. Um, listeners, uh, you know, we're, 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 we're in a podcast corner here for a moment, but <laughs> my word, uh, if you like... If you like to just learn stuff, oh. if you're just interested in learning and you're sort of polymathically interested, mm -hmm. there is no better podcast than In Our Time because word, word, word. What yeah. are they going to talk about this week? Yeah. Oh, they're going to talk about Middlemarch. Great. Next week, they're going to talk about electrons. <laughs> and the week after that, they're going to talk about, you know, ninth century Mohenjo-Daro. And then it's going to be back up to talk about, uh, you know, um, Margaret Thatcher. God only knows, right? They're, right? they're all over the place. And it's super interesting. Yeah, especially yeah. when when you know Mervin has had quite enough and gets a little snippy with his guests. He does those sometimes the, get a little snippy, doesn't he? Those are those are the, those are the good episodes. Yeah, exactly. Um, much like this episode of Babylon Five. So yeah. look to 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 your point. Uh, what I want from a show is not what everyone 
wants. I, exactly. I, I, I get it. I accept it. Right. But but these are valid questions that you raise. Is that they you know they could have a scene or a, a small and maybe it's coming. Maybe it's maybe it's in the next episode or something yep. where yep. where because things aren't they're not going to start running out of stuff on day two. You know, right. it's, it's it's when you get to like day 15 and the all the freighters that would bring in the, you know, the water, the the fuel filters, the the air filters, the parts that you need um, when when there are no more uh, ships coming in from Earth that the, even even just the the import export, you know, yep. that, that they're using this as a stopping point to to carry goods off to someplace else. Uh, those aren't coming through anymore. Earth's not going to let those, you know, right. Earth's not going to let any, they're, they, you know, I don't know if it's, if it's possible for them to, um, to blockade Babylon five, but they're sure, sure going to try. Right. Yeah. Normal trade is disrupted. Yeah. Um, to, to whatever degree the earth Alliance can impose an embargo on the station. It will attempt to. Yeah. Money's right. going to dry up, you know, f- for the both both for the staff who aren't going right. to be getting paid, right, uh, and for your your merchant class aboard the station who aren't going to be getting stuff moving through. They're not going to be able to resupply their stores. They're not going to be the, right. A lot of the people who would come there to to buy stuff to maybe I don't know if there's a, there must be hotels, you know, to, to rent sure. rooms. They're not going to be you know. This is this is going to be a big problem. Yeah. Yeah, I mean to to the point of this episode, it's a big change. And you know, I I would have wanted more minutes spent on the nature of that change than having the night watch um uh, you know, sell mm-hmm. you know, act, act out its kind of final final death spiral, you know, kind of in this way. Right. Now, yeah, having said that, they couldn't go. think that it was going to work. I mean, well, how... people with terrible ideas often think they're going to work. Uh, that's true. I mean, that's true. There's it's it's not it's not all that hard to look in our own, uh, you know, our, our own national story and say, well, who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> oh yeah. Speak, speaking of podcast corner, uh, I'll refer all listeners to episodes uh, one through three hundred something of the Dollop, which uh, which visits exactly these kinds of American history stories of things or that went horribly wrong or people that should never have been allowed to take a chemistry class or these kinds of you know yeah right whatnot yeah right so. yeah I mean we don't we don't need to work all that hard to to to, to come up with I, that stuff right I you know, I, I can see that. I can see the point yeah. Um, We've got clearly to get to get rid of the night watch, so that's mm-hmm. something that you know we we want to spend some time on that. I just probably wouldn't have spent it this way, and yeah, you know, I'm he, I'm I'm into I'm into esoteric things. That's why I'm like, oh, yeah. good, Babylon, uh, not Babylon, uh, Mimbari religion, yeah. fantastic, right? Because it's so weird mm-hmm. and so esoteric. Mm-hmm. I love it, right? If this if is- there had been you know, Sincl- uh, why am I doing this, Sheridan? Mm-hmm. You know, bring in bring in a couple of economists. How are we gonna? What are we gonna do? We don't have any ex- banking. There's no banking. We're this cut would off. be good material you for know? a for a tie-in novel. Right. Yeah. 
And yeah, I wonder, I know it. there's a bunch of them out there. I wonder if any of them do deal with it. Listeners, yeah. hey, let us know. Does Is this yeah. coming in a few episodes? Is it yeah. in a novel somewhere? You know, right. Have you written elaborate fan fiction about uh, about trade guilds and uh, tariff rates? Uh, you know, the station. I'd love to read it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to ship um, uh, uh, currency speculation and um, and uh, paper shortages. That's what I'm going to do. My body is ready. <laughs> such a place of darkness in this episode anyway so let's good grief yeah save me for myself okay so so look what do we have we've got uh a rebirth uh narrative a rebirth uh kind of context um and uh, and I, i i think if we if we have a look at what at what these characters have been going through, mm-hmm. I wanted Londo to participate. I wanted Jakar to participate. Mm-hmm. More like like you like like you'd said, you know, kind of disappointed in Jakar. Not all that surprised about Londo. Right. Yeah, but Jakar already kind of had his rebirth, so yeah, it's it's it. it I, I can almost understand that it's, you know, it's like you know, don't need one of those. We're full up on rebirths over here. We've we've had plenty. Thanks. Uh, yeah, you know, I've had that a couple episodes ago. But but having him run <clears> off to <throat> because he had things he had to do because he was too busy for it. Yeah, just that that doesn't feel that doesn't connect with me about where Jakar is this season at this point in this season. Yeah. Um, he's been through all this spiritual stuff. You know, it seems like he would be more interested in it. You know, he ought to be, he should be. And, and yeah, he's probably got a lot to do running up the, the security of the station and all, but Garibaldi found time. Yeah. You know, everybody yeah. else found time. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't really resonate. Does it? Not so much. Yeah. Um, it gives us a nice opportunity to get some, uh, to get some quite surprising character work from Lanier. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay, you have a very different sense of your relationship with yeah Delenn. Wow. And in some ways, I think you have to have the. I'm going to call it the B plot, even though it's really sort of at the front. But you have to have the the, the story where Delenn is put in danger. In order to, to, I think, to push Linear to Extremis. Yeah. And and get him to react the way that he did in this episode. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Yeah. Um, I loved Lanier's uh, takedown of Marcus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, you know, do not, do not touch me in that fashion. Mm-hmm. D- d- despite appearances, we are not the same. Do not be confused about what I am and what you are. Yeah, right. And I thought that was a nice change. You know, a, a a nice assertion of a kind of pure Mimbari identity. Yeah, you because know, we mm. see a lot of it through Delenn, who's got a kind of hybrid identity now. Right. 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 And yeah. you know. 
Lanier's sense that Delenn has been set aside for a different destiny. You know, Bill Mooney really delivers that. Yeah, he he definitely, you know, he was he was hitting it. He was on fire in this episode. Yeah, I I have to agree with that. Yeah, I actually think that when when each character needed to hit their authentic emotional, you know, Mm -hmm. their beat, they had to hit their beat. Right. They were all dynamite. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I, I didn't feel as I didn't feel as sold on Bruce Boxleitner's performance. Interesting. You know, as I did in his in in last last episode yeah. when he was sort yeah. of, when he was talking about his feelings for Delenn. Yeah. Um, when he's you know beating the stuffing out of the guy in the hallway. Oh no, that like was a, that didn't that, work that for was, me. That was that was like it, it felt like it was too much. That was too Kirk. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about the stuff at the very end. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought the uh, Sheridan Fu mm-hmm. felt, yeah, a little forced or, mm-hmm. you know, kind of out of place. Yeah, a little too, a uh, little too macho for what we've yeah. seen from from Sheridan. Some yeah. nice uh, toxic masculinity. Yeah, it just didn't it just didn't land. Yeah. Um, the uh, what's his name? The sniper. Oh yeah, I, I don't think he gets a name. He doesn't get a name, yeah. right? A couple of things, you know, since we're in a place of sort of mm, what didn't quite land. Uh-huh. Uh, I think if you are that sociopathic <laughs> and you have a target lock on Sheridan, mm-hmm. you shoot him. Oh, yeah. He should have taken he would have taken the shot long before his buddy came up and, and told him to back off. Yeah. Now, I, I might have I might have had Sheridan shot and then had Delenn mm-hmm. um, kidnapped. Yeah. You know, you know, heighten it a little bit. Sure. Right. You know, you've got you've got Franklin in an operating theater for 24 hours Mm -hmm. trying to save Sheridan. Yep. You know, while big box of stims next to him. Just as you say. Yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, kind of bring that out. Right. Yep. And then, um, you know, maybe you maybe you fudge the well, the ceremony has to take place within a certain amount of time, Mm. you know. It, it, uh, uh, you know, and, and maybe, maybe it's, maybe in that case, it's, you know, it, it's Delenn's sharing her feelings about Sheridan's the other way around. Yeah. Or you just reel right. them in, you have them next to each other in these, right. in these hosts. I mean, it, it could certainly work that way. And, and especially, it, uh, maybe it's too soon after declaring the independence to have Sheridan unavailable. And everybody else has to step up to to kind of fill that gap while yeah. Delenn is missing. Um, that could be, you know, that could be a little messy. But, but yeah, you know, I I wondered why they had there there were the two guys. There was the sniper, and then there was Boggs. Right. And it it felt like they you didn't need two you didn't need two guys there. You could have just had uh, yeah. one in that yeah. in that role. And. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, Boggs has this kind of wild physical look. Yeah, what was up with his face? That was nuts. He you know, was like, I, I I read a little bit about the actor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um 
and then Don Stroud, and then read a yeah. little bit about you know some commentary where JMS was laughing when he's being slagged on message boards for how fake the makeup looks. <laughs> he's like, Ed isn't fake makeup. He was in this fight or whatever. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the real scar. I mean, that that's just yeah. the way he looks. You know, he didn't look I, that I, way when he was younger. And now we, that's just the way it is. I was like, oh, yeah. that's kind of badass. I mean, he's a I, I yeah. looked at his IMDb. Surprise, surprise. And, and he's right. You know, it's character actor in every you know, I don't think there's a police show out there that he that he didn't have a run in. And he was like a, a lead or, or a su- major supporting character in some of them. Right. You know, Hawaii Five O. Uh, I can't remember if he was in Hawaii Five O, but Chips SWAT, yeah. which I used to watch religiously, SWAT, in like nice, yeah. nice, uh, Mrs. Colombo. Oh, that's uh, Kate Mulgrew, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, wacky. Yeah, Mike yeah. Hammer, A Team, you know, all. Yeah, the... he was in the Amityville Horror as a priest. Like, oh perfect. my god, yeah, Yeesh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yikes, awesome. Yeah. yeah, but his his he was just his face was so like like full of rage and out of control at all times. It was right. It was just really nuts. Right, right, and you know the the sniper by being far more controlled. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean that's a nice little contrast between the two of yeah. them. But I, I agree, you don't need both. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, I like the uh, I like the callback to the prisoner. Mm-hmm. You know, with the singing of Dem Bones. You know, yes. But, um, <laughs> uh, somehow, I don't know. You know, I'm listening to him, and I'm like, I don't quite know what I'm supposed to be getting from this. So yeah, yeah. Um, so the revelations. Yeah. Okay, Sheridan. I love you, Delenn. Okay. Didn't feel like that was as big of a revelation. I almost, you know. <laughs> I felt like I felt like he had said it or or that maybe and maybe it's just from maybe because we're watching these in a compressed time mm-hmm. and we're seeing more of it. But I had the feeling that that was pretty clear, if not earlier on in the season, then, you know, it, during the uh, the Inquisitor episode of last season. Right. You know that this this was not this did not come as a shocking. I guess none of these came as a real surprise to me, but. Right. But the fact that, you know, that it's just something they hadn't vocalized out loud. Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, obviously, it's what they're going to say in the event that, you know, you've been you've been asleep for the last eight episodes and haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. Haven't seen what is obvious coming. But yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't yeah. They're not going to make him say anything else, so it is right. it is to be expected, right? It's right. really the other three characters that were mm-hmm. that were surprising, right? Yeah, you know, I although I, I remembered I remembered Ivanova's, so totally it, it, it didn't come as a surprise. But at the, for, at the time, it was like, oh, okay, whoa, all right, we're you know we're saying this out loud on on television, yeah, ninety five, yeah, okay, here we yeah. go, yeah, yeah. I thought that was uh, very very skillfully delivered by Claudia yes. Christian. Yes. And I like the fact that it was, I think, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right, you know, kind of leaving the character still in a place of like, I'm still trying to figure myself out. Well, I mean, let's not, you know, the, the, the issues of, of coming to grips with your own identity, you know, let's set that major piece aside that I think I loved someone who 
you know, was a shell personality. You know, right. That, that's super complicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's like yeah. Okay, there's a she lot lied. more going on there yeah. than just a simple coming out, right? Yeah. She lied to me, but she wasn't lying, you know. Uh, right. Wow. That I yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I super messy. Super messy. <laughs> like how Which, do you even unpack that, you know, along right. at the same time that you're trying to like figure out, you know. Right. Wow. Right. R- ridiculous messy in one's relations yes is basically the susan ivanova <laughs> you know M- yeah. mo right yeah. i refer you back to the business with rabbi kozlov and her dad you know yeah yeah you know, all she does is messy and troubled and messed up and yeah you know it, it seems like it's uh it seems like it's a, it's a character beat that jms likes to uh likes to hold on to yeah, you know, and we'll why see, not? Yeah, we'll certainly see this come come back around in Sense Eight. Full stop. Yeah. God bless. That's what that whole show's about, right? Yeah, absolutely. God, such a good show. Yeah. Um. Doctor Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good yeah. on you, Stephen, for realizing it. Yeah. Yeah, and it'd been a couple episodes, so I think if we'd been watching this kind of, oh, you know, a week at a time, probably with a mid-season break in there somewhere. Yep. You know, that it might have been like, oh, wow, okay, you know, kind of more shocking than having just watched, you know, the very special episode a few weeks ago as we did. Right. Um, but, but yeah, definitely good on him for for recognizing that it is, it is a problem. Yeah. I, I, Although, I think again, from, yeah, no. I think I have a problem. It right. Wasn't a, it wasn't an I have a problem. It wasn't a I loved Talia. Right. It's I think, right. uh, you know, so we're, we're just kind of getting, you know. Yeah. I mean, these humans don't know how to do steps. this Mimbari work, you know, and, and yeah. they're, they're not prepared to fully mm-hmm. lean into what the ceremony's purpose is. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But Michael Garibaldi is. Yeah. My word. That was good stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like holy crap! That helps. Yeah, that helps me to understand almost everything that you do. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah. What an extraordinary little piece of acting. Yeah. Um, uh, at least I thought. And it's it's tied in what we see with his with his anger issues with his right. addictions. Right. Um. You know, and and why he's so flip, especially when right. things you know. I was going to say even when things, but especially when things get really serious. Yes. You know, he's, yes. he's got to keep that. He's got to keep everything under tight lock. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that one line presents him as a far more nuanced, fully yeah. developed human yeah. being than, than almost anything else we've learned from him up to this point. Yeah. Um, and in yeah. some respects makes him the most. Um, now he's like the most interesting of the human characters to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I'm okay. afraid all the time. All the of time. What I might do if I let go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I really took that as, as sort of two things, right? I'm afraid all the time. Yes. You know, I'm afraid all the time of what I might do, right? Yes. You know, that that's nice yeah right 
you can imagine a character who commits, you know, him, him himself to taking physical risks to maintain order as being one who's struggling with things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, in this kind of way. Yeah. Um, very compelling. Yeah. Um, you know, and we've, we've been, you know, we've, we've, we've talked up how much we like Jerry Doyle all along and, you know, we're wondering, you know, Hey, we, you know, good stuff. We, we, we need, we need more good stuff. Yeah. Right. Give him more to do. He's capable of doing more than you're letting him do. And this is further proof of that. We definitely see that right here. Yeah. 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 Um, we didn't get a secret out of Delenn. Nope. We didn't get a secret out of Marcus. No. Cheating. Quite. <laughs> Quite. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we will in the fullness of time. Maybe. In a different way, right? Yeah. There's there's another little piece that I think yep. also it was interesting to me that, that paired with the secrets gives okay. us some insight into the characters, and that's their, their passwords. <laughs> you know, I think, you know, Sheridan, Obsidian. Yep. Okay. Right. You know, like, mm, strong, you know, you know, it's forceful, right. it's solid, it's, you know, right. right. And, uh, you know, Ivanova Griffin. Okay. It's a hybrid creature. It's, uh, you know, a little of this, a little of that. It's, um, you know, it's, it's powerful. It's intimidating. It's terrifying. You know, if you, if you don't know how to, if you've never been around one and don't know how to deal with one, um, you know, it's, and, and I, does she have a, does she have a Griffin on her, uh, on her helmet? I can't remember what her, I know it kind of looks like the Albanian flag, but I know it's not. Yeah, um, right. I can't recall, but, but I thought that was, and then, and then Peekaboo from, from Garibaldi. Well, yeah, that's, that's exactly what we were just talking about. Right. Yeah. Right. But as an IT professional, those are terrible passwords. Um, and they're not, they're very weak and they need to do better. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No symbols. I know. No capital letters. Yeah. I suppose it's harder when you're speaking something, but anyway, I, I, I just, I thought I, those were, those were well-chosen sort of pass phrases or pass, you know, or, or, or sort of keywords for each they're, of those three characters. Right. They're appropriate, right? Yeah. 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 They sort of, they're, they, they yeah. somehow they fit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not sure what I make of the, uh, the sort of sparky computer program interface. Yeah, Har- Harlan of. Ellison. Yeah, Harlan Ellison. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know. Eh. A little bit of levity. Little... Yes. You know, that's yeah. okay. Yep. You know, uh, I, I think that uh, I thought it was funnier in Star Trek when it was the sultry woman. You oh. Know, uh, you know, oh, we, this is what happens when you take when you get your computer over uh, overhauled at Cygnus X, you know, Cygnus nine or wherever the, whatever planet yes. it was on, you know, when it kept calling him Kirk darling. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> dear computer. You will not reference me as dear. Sorry, darling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which episode was that? It was one of the early ones. Yeah. It was an early one. Yeah. It was an early one. Um, <laughs> but you know, that kind of thing is always, you know, is always kind of fun. You know, it's a reminder yes. that, uh, well, you know, it's like, um, um, I don't know. We were talking about Siri. Yeah, yeah. You Before know. we started recording, I, you know, I, every time I said the word series, 
No, it didn't happen this time. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, my phone would uh, would chirp up. Right. Uh, my my point. I think maybe we talked about this a few weeks ago. Um, until I can get my phone to speak to me <laughs> in the voice of Magil Barrett. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not interested. Not interested. In this or Hal Nine Thousand. Yeah, in this voice right. interface kind of thing. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uniforms. Right. And the change in the station symbol. Oh, yeah. The, There's that yeah. shield with the sword and the five now. Yes. Right. Dynamite. Rather than just the five in and of itself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I quite like the new uniforms. I do, too. I, you know, I, I, they, they definitely look more modern. Yes. In their, in their styling and their lines than the, um, the, the, the blue with the leather strip on it. Yes. Which, which as we've said before, they, those look a lot more like the 80s Star Trek movie uniforms. Yes. They look, they look like heavy, bulky wool, you know, looks like they'd be uncomfortable. Yes. Um, you know, the, the style of the, of the new uniforms is, is very nice. They reminded me a lot of the, 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 buck rogers uniforms yeah um yeah, although interesting. black instead of white <clears throat> yeah which um, was also you know when you when you've when you're trying when you've broken away from from your home government and you're you're sort of in this civil war situation and you're trying to convince everybody that you're the good guys maybe wearing right. all black uniforms isn't the best idea because uh, you're gonna look yeah. like the baddies you know yeah at least they don't have skulls everywhere You know, they've got a nice set to them, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they they both avoid the hearkening back to Earth, you know, the Earth Alliance theme. Mm-hmm. They also nicely navigate around Star Trek's uniform conventions. Yes. Right, and yeah. around Galactica. The original, where mm-hmm. you know, it, I always felt it looked like people were wearing, you know, their grandmother's quilts. You know, 1970s. those uniforms. I yeah, they weren't they weren't great, and they, yeah. you know, the moment you're in white, mm-hmm. if you put the uniforms that they wore in black, in white, yeah, they're gonna look like pajamas. You're gonna right. be in Star Trek the motion picture, right? Right, and you don't want to do that. I would right? love to have seen. A little featurette on designing the new uniforms. Totally. Again, you know, this is the sort of thing that we want. Oh, right, right. <laughs> you know, these right. little, these little details of logistics right. and. Yeah, I mean, look, this is what our was, podcast. What was rejected. Yeah. Right. You know, I want. Yeah, I, I would. I would have wanted to see the five or six other examples. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you, 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 you go to red, blue, or yellow at your peril. Absolutely. Right. You you go to multiple colors at your peril. Mm-hmm. Right. And sort of what are you left with? Green, orange. Can't purple. do green if you're going to be using any green screen technology. Right. You, you can't you know, use you, it. You just can't. Yeah. Right. Orange. Nobody looks good. R- in orange. Really? I mean, what is this? Baywatch in space? Right. You mm. can't do it. Yeah. Nobody looks good in orange. Baywatch nights. Yeah. Right. You can, yeah. You. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Purple. That's a mm. little much. Yeah. 
you know, um, I like the little patch of gray. Yeah. You know. Yep. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I thought they were quite nice. They harken back a little bit to the dress uniforms we saw in the, uh, uh, you know, in the, um, the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They don't feel especially Mimbari. No, definitely not. Right. Which, you know, given that they're coming from Delenn. Yeah. You know. Which is probably for the best. I mean, I don't think... I joke about them being in black, but but from a, from a public relations standpoint, the last thing you want to have is, is this breakaway... You know, it's bad enough they've got the Membari cruisers everywhere, and there's probably... The paparazzi have pictures of, of Sheridan, you know, with Delenn in his arms. But, you know, starting to dress... Little Mimbari, mm, that's not going to play well back home. Yeah, you, um, yeah, you don't want any of that kind of Mimbari robe kind of, kind of gestalt at all. Yeah, no. Yeah, you don't want any of that. Um, so I, I think given, given the, given the constraints, I actually did rather a nice job. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and they don't have access yet. This is now um, just a, a matter of fabrics. It's sort of like the same problem with the um, with the CGI. Right. Mm-hmm. I can conceive of a thing that technology can't yet do. OK. You look at Galactica's uniforms. You look at Discovery and the Kelvin universe. Mm hmm. Star Trek, and these are clearly all, you know, Lululemon, you know, Under Armour, Super right. Tech, you know, fabrics that wick, right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right, and I mean that's what that's what these uniforms could have looked like if the technology existed, right, right, but absent it, you're still in this kind of, you know, yeah. space where you don't have many fabrics to work with. As long as we don't have the 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 cast and crew running around in yoga pants seeing the entire episode. Right. That's, that's why we're in the darkest timeline is because that's, that's how, you know, it's because everyone's wearing yoga pants in public. That's why we're there now. Yes. That's yes. Yeah. That was, that's the true marker that everything is, has gone to crap. Right. Well, there it is. Um, friends, a little programming note. Uh, if you look at the broadcast order of the next two episodes and the production order of the next two episodes, they are not in alignment. Um, so we are going to be following the uh, master list, which suggests that we do sick transit veer after uh, late delivery from, A- from Avalon. Mm-hmm. So our next episode will be Avalon and then sick transit veer. Uh, and then, frankly, you know, this is a, uh, if, 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 if it's not so good, it's going to be a, you know, a Sargasso puddle mm-hmm. because once we're through, uh, you know, once we're through this, uh, this coming episode or maybe the next two, whew, it is, um, all heat, no skits, all heat, no skits. Yeah. For, for a long time, folks, we are. We gotta we get are, t-shirts. Yeah, totally. After we uh, do the Garibaldi shirts, you know, we'll we'll do the all heat no skits shirts. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. 
um, if you if you'd uh, gentle listeners, if you if you'd buy such a thing, you know, by all <laughs> means, let us know on the Facebook group and we'll we'll get them made up. Um, you know where to find us. Uh, you know, Facebook, the name of the pod, the name of the pod, and your gentle search engines. Uh, uh, you know, and the various social medias. Uh, we get <clears throat> we get references. Uh, looking at the analytics on this program from all kinds of places, we get references from from Twitter and from various hmm. Babylon Five, uh, you know, kind of aggregating sites and and Instagram. Instagram. Hmm. Don't know what that's coming from. Uh, that's because we're we old. Hope, that's right. Um, I hope that you'll uh, you know continue to share your thoughts uh, on this program. We are at the halfway point, my friends. Mm-hmm. Ceremonies of light and dark. We're halfway through Babylon Five. Uh, it's been a great run, Chris. I think I'm I'm looking forward you know, to the looking forward to the back half. Yeah, it's shocking. It feels shocking to me that we're in the back half. I, know, I feel like we I just know. started, frankly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, folks, until next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>